In all honesty, I believe that I deserve to be in prison for the rest of my life. I have, with God's help, long ago come to terms with my situation, and I have accepted my punishment. And I, I think that sums up a lot of us, actually, but that's what he wrote. He had said that his ministry is now in prison, and that's where he wants, he wants to say. Uh, he has, he's got a parole hearing that was scheduled for May of 2020, but uh, the pandemic hit, and that has been uh, indefinitely canceled to further notice. So in this particular uh, DVD, we show at Rivard, we've shown it, I've shown it in the jail, and it, it's a very powerful conversion of someone. And, and this conversion, you know, in, in this conversion, you can, you can witness his conversion. Uh, we see his repentance. We see the fruit of him being born again. We see grace in action on him. So... I want to flip to another example and see, and see how this one goes, very similar to this. Uh, Pastor Kathy, uh, was, a while back, you might have heard her mention, she was sent to the hospital to visit an inmate uh, that was in a hospital and actually was, 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 was near death, you know. So, and this prisoner had a lengthy, lengthy rap sheet of unspeakable crimes and he was considered, but not my words, but other people's words, he was considered a monster. And Pastor Kathy had to go witness to him. Now, she visited him three times. He did repent. He did show remorse. And he did pray to receive Christ. Now, I'm going to quote something Pastor Kathy shared with me uh, earlier today. When she visited him, Tommy accepted Christ. She sang Amazing Grace to him. He put his hand up. He had tears running down his face. So it, it would look like a true conversion, you know. So, so in one conversion, we see, we see grace in action. In the second conversion, we get, as humans, we get to see nothing at all. So we have two examples of, of, of conversions. The last thing I was, I was working on this for the, I was started to work on this for our Tuesday Bible study. We went into Revelation, which everybody likes. Uh, I kind of scared of it, but we, we, we went into it. But I just as well as work, so this this fell right into play with this thing. And, and, and my question to y'all is: Is grace fair? We just saw two two opposite things of it, and, and so the people that were hurt by this other person. I'm sure that's what they're saying. Is grace fair? And we're going to use uh, we're going to use Matthew 21 through 15. It should it should be in your handouts. I'm going to read it real quick. It's not long. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. When he had agreed that the laborers uh, he agreed with the laborers for a denarius for the day, he sent them into his vineyard. He went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to those, he said, you also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Again, he went out about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and did the same thing. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, why have you been standing here idle all day long? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you go into the vineyards too. 
When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last group to the first. When those hired about the eleventh hour came, each one received a denarius. When those hired first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they grumbled at the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have bore the burden and the scorching heat of the day. But he answered and said to them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go. But I wish to give to the last man the same as to you. It is not lawful for me to do what I wish. Is it not lawful for me to do to do what I wish with is my own, or is your eye envious? Because I am, I am generous. So we have, uh, I know it's on the back of the thing, we have the things, but, but I, I'm not going to give you the words yet. Let me, let me finish going through it, then I'm going to give you. Pastor Robert said if I didn't have blanks on here, everybody's going to get up and leave, so please, please don't do that yet. <laughs> the days. Okay, I'm going to give you some fill in the blanks, so just, just, just hang on. In, in verse 1, we see that it was early in the morning. Back then, they had 12-hour work days, and so there's no doubt that the landowner was there before 6 o'clock because they were going to start working at 6. That was a typical harvest time back then. The laborers stood in that marketplace from dawn, and they were hoping to get hired for that day. In verse 2, a denarius was a typical pay for a Roman soldier, and that was actually very good pay in those days. A Roman soldier made one denarius a day. So that, that was a really fair living wage. You know? so, and this denarius, is, is, it, had, it was a silver coin minted by the emperor, by the emperor's authority. One side had the image of the emperor's face. The other side had the emperor sitting in a chair. And as I studied that, you found out that many of the Jewish people didn't want the denarius because they thought that would be a, a Second Amendment violation of putting another god before, you know, before, before Jehovah God. So, but I think the other ones wanted to feed their family, so they, they would work for it. In verse 3, we notice the third hour, he went and got to work. That was 9 o'clock. So in the third hour, the, the owner, the landowner went back and got more workers. In verse 5, we see he went back on the sixth hour, which made it 12 noon, and he got more workers. He went back on the ninth hour, and he got more work. Now it's 3 p.m. And then finally in verse 6, we see that on the 11th hour, he went out and got more workers. That's, that's 5 o'clock. And they, and they stopped at 6. So he picked up more of them at 5 o'clock. So the workers from the 11th hour, that was 5 p.m., they only had one hour of work that we're going to do. You know, and, and, they were, and they were still waiting out there. So, and they, I studied this. You found out that these people hired last were probably sick, old, uh, weak, and that's why they wasn't, they wasn't hired, they were first. They, and they stand there all day long, and if they didn't work, their family didn't eat. So in verse 7, it's because no one hired, he, well, he asks them, why have you been standing here idle all day long? And it's verse 7, it's because no one hired us. And he said to them, go into the vineyard too. And like I said, these, these men were probably all the older sicker, weaker, maybe not, not able to do really strong labor. But another thing when I studied that, don't mistake their idleness for laziness. 
because they were there to work. They would, they had, in fact, they had more hope than the other ones because it was an hour before they would knock off and they were still hoping that they could make food to feed their, make some money to feed their family, you know. So, and they went to work, they went to work for the same vague terms of payment that was used for the nine o'clock. The people from nine o'clock to five o'clock, that landowner never said what he was going to pay them. The first group was going to get a denarius. Those guys, he was just going to pay them what was fair. So they went to work not knowing what they were going to get, you know. So, and the, the first group was looking at you, these were probably the studs. These were the hard workers. These were probably the really young guys that were, you know, you know, young guys, strong built. And so he got those first. The rest of them came in. Like I said, they hired. They came in. Each level was a lesser of a, a worker to the landowner. You know, I mean, to, to people at high The landowner, the landowner, they were not. He was hiring them, like I said, one hour before. So, and all he told them, what, what is right, I'll give you. So we see that the, the landowner was an honorable man because in that thing it says he paid him. He called his, his uh, foreman and he paid him right before sunset. And that was, uh, I found that in Deuteronomy, I think the 14th chapter, where that was a, Hebrew law that you paid workers, you paid laborers before the sun went down. So this landowner was an honorable, honorable person. So what was different was he, he said they were going to pay the last to the first. These workers were going to be paid in, in reverse. And this, that was really the clue to the whole parable when you look at it. That's what really, this is what really separated the whole thing for you when you read it. In verse 9, we see that the workers who worked the least amount of time had paid a denarius, you know. And Jesus didn't say in his parable the ones they hired at 312 and at 5. He really didn't say what they got paid. But I think we can, the implications are they all, they all got one denarius also. So in verse 10, the question comes up as, as you look at it, uh, was that fair? Well, it was, it was the, land, the landowner, is what the landowner promised them, a denarius. Uh, that was really uh, generous for somebody to get paid that. So he had, he had offered them good pay. And, and then the thing is, that first group agreed to that. That is what they, they agreed to, that one denarius. So, so was it really fair? Yeah, it, it, was, it, it, it was fair. Verses 11 and 12, yet they resented the landowner. That first group now resented the land, landowner for what he did, for, for if, if, if being generous, you know. Verses 13 and 14, everyone received a full day's wage. The landowner was acting graciously to those whom he overpaid. And he even told them, I'm doing you no wrong to the first group. They were the ones complaining because even though they got paid what they said they wanted, it looked like others got more, you know. In verse 15, these men had worked for, with 12 hours under the hot sun while the other ones worked at five, 5 o'clock, they worked one hour, and they probably caught the, the cool evening breeze. So you can see human, human, human emotions getting in here. And in that scripture, it says an envious eye, so jealousy, uh, an aspect that all humans tend to have. You know, Someone less deserving was going to be treated more generously than we are. And that's, that kind of really sums up that whole scripture for us. It, Verse 16 is not on there, but it, it, uh, it has, so the last shall be first, the first shall be last. You know, 
So everyone, the close is everyone ends up the same. No, no matter how long each of the workers work, they each receive a full day's pay. And I want to kind of close this with a, a remark found by John MacArthur, and it's a quote. The thief on the cross will enjoy the full blessings of heaven alongside those who have labored their whole lives for Christ. Such is the grace of God. And, and I, I want to put this on there. I couldn't just leave it right there because, you know, if you read the scriptures, you, you hear about rewards and stuff in it. So I just wanted that a laborer's rewards and their crowns that they earn will be awarded to, to them in heaven. So you, there is a reward for those. That are, I guess for the first group, they still get a reward too. But, you know. And I, I want to add here, I, had, I was able, after I was saved, about 10 years I studied, I was lucky enough to be pulled underneath the wing of a, uh, an incredible Christian lady. And, and I, I studied with her three days a week. I went on visitation with her. I took her everywhere she wanted to go, whatever different church, church, excuse me, every church she wanted to go to. And she always had a saying. She used to tell me, Freddie, when we get to heaven, Christ is going to be there, and he's going to open the door to a closet, and he's going to tell you, look in here. Look at the blessings I had for you. Look at what I wanted to give you, but I couldn't give them to you because you wasn't obedient. And so that, that scripture comes to my mind, you know, scripture says obedience is better than sacrifice. So especially for teens challenge, guys, obedience is the key. That's throughout the scripture. So get those blessings ahead. Get, you get them in life. Those blessings are there for you. You don't want to be like the person he opens the door and says, this is what I had for you. I had this for your whole life, but I couldn't, I couldn't give it to you. So just, just be aware of that. So let's, if the... If the band wants to come up, we'll uh, we'll close. Oh, let me give you words. Stop! Wait, not yet. Band, stop. Well, I, 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 I just felt I just felt these these arrows, these, these uh, fiery darts from coming from this group over here. They want to. <laughs> so let me give you. I was wondering. Why, I thought everybody was being friendly to me. They were waving to me and everything. <laughs> the first one. Did you got your pencils? Put it. Salvation is not earned but given freely. I don't do that all the time. All right. We got it? Okay, right good. Number two, generosity goes beyond our idea of fair. Number three, God's grace is for everyone. Number four, God accepts everyone no matter when they come to him. Uh, I know it sounds like I thought about with the, on the, cross, uh, the criminal on the cross. Some, some, of, some of them refer to the thief, some of them refer to the criminal. But I'm thinking that... Uh, they probably were more than a thief to be, be crucified with Christ at the same time. And he forgave the one that repented on there. So I, th I think we as humans have, and we have no problem with that when reading the Bible, but I think if you're affected in your life by somebody who's getting, you know, getting repentance, it, it might be a little hard to handle sometimes. You know, so. And number five, 
that was for you. Number five, God accepts the most elite in the world's outcast. He accepts most of them. And on here we have uh, Pastor Kathy wanted and Pastor Robert wanted to do this, the weekly jail time. They need, they need prayer warriors. I'm telling you, if you've ever been in there, uh, when you walk in there, just, just like that, that DVD said, it's hopeless. You feel hopeless. You know, you, you, just, you just feel it. It's like, it's like the first time I was saved, I went and did some ministry in the French Quarter, and I never felt that before. I'm talking 30 years ago, 32 years ago. We went in the French Quarter, and I felt it. I felt the evil. I smelt it. I knew it was around me. I couldn't see it, but it was there. And, when you, and I got the same feeling when I go with uh, Pastor Rob and Kathy, and I, and I do a ministry in the jail. You feel it. It's hopelessness. You know, so, some of them, it, it just is. So just, they need prayer warriors. So we put the times on there. So during the day, if you got time, it, say a prayer. Say a prayer for uh, Pastor Robert, Pastor Kathy, myself, anybody who's in there. The times are on there. Just, you just might hear, set your watch. Just, it is a battle. I'm telling you, it, it is hand, it, I was in the Marine Corps. I was in Vietnam. And it was like going in there again. It was like going into hand-to-hand combat. It's just the enemy is right in your face, and it's just right there. So it almost it seems hopeless, but we've seen many stories of conversion. We had uh, George King, who was here, who's now the head minister in, uh, in, in Mississippi. Nothing goes on in those jails without going through him first as far as Christian things. We have Calvin, uh, Brother Gill and I, Mr. Denise, and we've been there for him, and, and he's, he, he, he went back into the trial, and he, he's in jail, and, but... He's already enrolled in the classes. He, he's, it's just God is going to work that out. We just we just have to have our faith and believe that. So when you we've seen I've seen lives change. It's hard for me to get up here and tell that to somebody. Thank God we're not secular in here because when I say that, y'all know what I'm talking about. So if you can say say a, a prayer, just set your, set your watch three and six. It almost mimicked. The times that the uh, landowner went and got these, these guys to work, when I start seeing the times, I'm thinking, oh, that's unusual. 